That's Question it. everything. Believe <laughs> yeah. nothing. Yes. Trust yeah. nobody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you ready, boss? I'm ready. Okay. Well, we don't have our headphones in, so you just have to you have to All give right, us I'll, the finger I'll, guns. I'll, yeah. <laughs> and five, four, three. <laughs> And welcome back in Wyoming knuckleheads. Another episode of Go Be Wyo. And today's special guest is Saddle Tramp, Brianne Beasley. Brianne, thanks for sitting down with us. Thank you for having me. It's a pleasure to be here. Yeah. <laughs> that was right. Formal radio yeah, voice. Very, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't get all uh, um, uh, uh, clean cut for us now. We've we've been in here for about 30 minutes talking conspiracies. <laughs> talking <and> mad <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, no, thanks for coming by and, um, we're super excited to have you in. And, um, as you were sharing on your story, you know, we definitely, it's mostly about Wyoming, Mm -hmm. about your brand and being an entrepreneur. Um, but for us, since we both are kind of not into Western women's fashion. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Uh, we, you know, we, we, uh, we, that's what we want to, we want to cover everything in Wyoming. Cause there's a lot, there's a lot of great people here and a, a lot of wonderful stories and the best people. Exactly. We live a blessed life. Yes. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, um, you know, first and foremost, we, I think for people out there, you know, where are you originally from? Where are your roots? Um, you know, based here in Wyoming or where do you call home, I guess, in Wyoming. And then, uh, yeah, we'll just kind of go from there. Yeah. Well, I'm from Buffalo, Wyoming originally, like grew up in Cody till like fourth grade and then spent the rest of my time till high school, graduated from Buffalo, BHS, I'm a Buffalo. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) And then I went to school, MSU Bozeman, got a degree in Spanish that I've yet to use. And I am a leather worker. (laughs) Two, two, two bobcats in the room here. What's up? (laughs) Um, My family's, I'm a third generation Wyoming. I, my, but my mom and dad are from Buffalo. So, Oh really? um, So that's a cool, I didn't know that. So that's awesome. That's cool to, you're from Buffalo. So, so, home team. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I would never, I don't know why I'm like, uh, you couldn't pay me to fucking live there. <laughs> Absolutely not. Cause I think it's just like a little too close to home. So like Sheridan was kind of like, it's, it felt still, you know, like big city compared to there. Like when we yep. moved back from Oklahoma city, I was like Sheridan. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So you have a degree in uh, Spanish. Is that what you just said? Yeah. Spanish oh. and international commerce. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know why that's so funny, but it is. I mean, just given my career path. Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, so you graduate from Bozeman. Mm-hmm. What was the next step? What, what was your, what was your, what was your goal? I mean, dude, I, I never know how to answer this. Cause it's not like I had, I never knew like what really, what I'm, objective was you're like in five years here's what I'm I'm just not that kind of person like I don't like structure I don't deal in absolutes it's just kind of like you know we're kind of free form and say yes to things and doors open and I just like kind of go with the flow yeah 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 yeah. um but I had so much experience in like hospitality just because you know I waitressed in high school and then all through college and then after college, I worked at the Yellowstone Club. Okay. So if you're familiar, I served Bill Gates macaroni and cheese one time. And now I'm not proud of that. At a point, at one point in time, I was like, yeah, I served Bill Gates macaroni and cheese. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm yeah, so close to the devil. I don't like, don't like that story. <laughs> yeah. But how was, tell us that interaction though. Was he, was it just like, here you go. Or was it? I mean, cause it's just a whole bunch of super wealth, like the rich, richest people in the world. It's like the world's only private ski and golf resort. <sighs> 
Um, and it was awesome. Like that was a great job. Uh, but yeah, it was super weird. Um, I mean, and they're not like some of them are more open than others and they are just like, Oh, they're rich people. They're just like me. <laughs> they're not, <laughs> Bill Gates was not. <laughs> but he was definitely like, I mean, just very, cause I think, and I don't want to make assumptions, but I have heard that he's kind of on the spectrum. Oh, okay. Like, sure, sure. Uh, like, I don't know if Asperger's or I don't know what the clinical whatever, but yep. I would say he definitely kind of had that kind of like the social anxiety, maybe a little bit. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. Like I definitely remember that where yeah. you're just kind of like, okay, like there's some people you feel comfortable to kind of be like, Hey Billy or whatever. That wasn't, that's not the yeah. situation. Yeah. So it's kind of like get in, get out. Yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Give him his fucking food and get the fuck out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is that, uh, he's that computer, you know, my dad's a computer programmer and that's, I just cannot. Sometimes he has that kind of like, yeah, we don't have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, those guys are like, just, just knowledge wise on that stuff. You're just like, Hmm, I have no idea what you're talking about. Yep. yep. You're up here. I need you here. <laughs> yep. Awesome. So how long were you there for um, at the Yellowstone, Yellowstone Club? Yellowstone Club was only like two seasons. Okay. It was just like a nice kind of like interim before I kind of really settled into like a big girl job. And I liked it cause it was like seasonal so I could work the summer season and then you get like file for seasonal unemployment cause your job attached. And then we would just go travel. Like we would have, like down to South America for three months and just backpacked around and just tried not to get murdered <laughs> or whatever stolen. Um, and yeah, so that was good. And then I took a job at a, a ho- like a catering and convention services manager at a okay. big hotel in Bozeman. And I did that for about a year. And then I was like, I'm moving to Austin. <laughs> um, and so I moved back to Buffalo to kind of spend a summer with my dad, like ride horses and just like, just kind of screw off, um, for a couple months and then, you know, make the leap. But that turned into like three years living with my dad. People were like, so what's it like living with your daughter? And he's like, she's my best friend. Like we had so much fun together. <laughs> um, so yeah, but in that time I took a job with, um, an environmental consulting firm Okay, that kind of started out. And this is what I'm talking about. Like the power of yes. Um, it started out as kind of like just, um, administrative stuff, like right. if they needed it, like eight hours a week, part-time, whatever. Um, and it, <laughs> next thing I know, they're like, what do you know about archeology? span And I'm like, well, I find it very fascinating, but essentially nothing. <laughs> and so they're like, perfect, you'll work. You're hired. <laughs> yeah. And so I ended up going out on like, um, a lot of like due diligence projects. Like that's kind of how I got my start into like greenhouse gases. Next thing I know, I'm like we're being like, you know, uh, subcontracted out to like oil and gas companies. Yeah. Up in, I was living in Alaska for a while. Like it took on a whole other life, but, um, awesome. anyway, yeah. So yeah. that's kind of that. And then in that like same space, I was doing leather work. My dad's like, you need to make purses. And I've always been good, like an artistic creative. Um, like I, it's like, I don't have formal training, but I know how to do things. Like I can look at something like what I'm wearing, what you're wearing and just like, Oh, this is how you do that. Yeah. And so I started making purses and that's how saddle tramp was like born. That was like 2010. Okay. Um, or the first kind of like first attempt, I guess. And then it just, timing is everything. It was before like social media. Um, and I didn't necessarily, you know, I think it's much harder back then to get yourself out there. Like all you really had was Facebook Mm-hmm. And like Etsy. <laughs> MySpace my was probably still a thing. Yeah, it, it absolutely was. It's kind of like on the way out, but like Instagram wasn't a thing yet. Um, so yeah. And then, yeah. So I just ended up putting that on a back burner. Tried to move down to Austin. Austin sucked. 
okay, don't let your friends move to Austin. Don't do it. <laughs> there are way better places to live. Don't go to Austin. Yeah. And no offense to people that live there and love it. Like, I mean, well, maybe a little bit offense, but anyway, <laughs> anyway, I ended up like being there for like a couple months and like parting my brains out. But I was like, I, this is not reality. Like it's way too expensive. It's a pain in the ass to get anywhere. The travel infrastructure is shit. Like there's gotta be more to life than this. Yeah. And so I ended up like started applying for jobs like everywhere, took a job in Oklahoma city working for Chesapeake. Okay. Um, doing air emissions. Awesome. And so, yeah. And then that, and then after three years I was like, started dating my now husband, Zach. And I was like, look, we were probably like six months in and I was like, um, I think I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to move in with you. You're not going to charge me rent. <laughs> I'm going to start making things. Uh, you've never seen me make anything. So you actually have no idea if I'm capable of this. Just trust me. And he was like, okay. And so that was kind of how, like, that's how that started. And that Wait. was five going on six years ago now. That's awesome. So yeah. Ladies, that's uh, that's how you know you have the one where he's like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll second that. <laughs> so while you were, um, I don't think probably a lot of people know that. So that's about what, 10 years in kind of the, I wouldn't say the oil and gas field, but that's, you know, um, me being from the land man side, mm -hmm. that's a very important side of the industry that people don't realize yep. is the environmental. Yep archaeological, you know, especially in a place like Wyoming, yes. like Wyoming takes that shit very seriously, yes, which do. I love. Yes. And that's why they camped on Kanye so hard. Yep. I was like, good, good. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, it's, uh, you know, we could dive deep into that because yeah. yeah, you know, people assume that they, you know, the state of Wyoming gets taken advantage of, which is like, that's not the case. Uh -uh. Like they, they make sure no, and BLM are assholes to deal with. Like yeah. you want to talk about bureaucratic dicks. Yep. <laughs> like, they take for, it's just, they take forever. Yes. And it's, they're they like, got no incentive. They're like, yeah. we don't, we ain't paid the same. Don't matter yep. to us. <laughs> yeah. A dude told me that I was out there on a site yeah. and he's like, man, have them send it in and we'll do this again. And I'm like, well, this is why I'm here is to do this. And he's like, well, they don't have the right paperwork. And I'm like, are you freaking kidding yep. me? So I'm like, you, anyways, but yeah. yeah, so, but no, that's cool. I didn't know that you did that. So, mm -hmm. um, still in Oklahoma city mm -hmm. and you started making them. So that would have been, so 2015 then 2014, it was 2016, 16. Okay. Yeah, I started the job in 2013 and I had to do like my, cause when I took that job, it kind of was like, I mean, my idea of golden handcuffs, this is as close as I'll ever get to golden <laughs> handcuffs. But I had like, you know, they gave me a moving incentive, like to move there and you have to work the first year to where you don't have to pay that back. So I was like, okay, no problem. But after three years, like my stock vested, mm, um, yep. And, uh, and I, I mean, not that I have like a reputation for being like a token party girl, but by their standards for sure. Cause <laughs> Oklahoma is like the kind of like the motto is like, well, you get married young and get divorced young. <laughs> Cause they're all just like settled down. And I was like this old, like spinster, <laughs> like at 29, they're like, Oh, you're not married. Like I'm just like some burden to society. <laughs> down in Oklahoma. Um, but, uh, I think I swear to God, because they do like random drug testing mm. and, uh, my, my hire date was four twenty, And this was like, they, I swear to God, they tried to like a little covert sting operation on yours truly. Um, because it might, Oh wait, what was it? Wait, no, no. Okay. So four twenty. obviously that's weed holiday. Yes. Okay. Yep. This is how like obvious and ham fisted they are. They're like, Oh, surely Brian was smoking <laughs> weed last night. You are going to be drug tested. <laughs> yeah. I walk into work four twenty one, and maybe my um, date was four twenty two, and all my stuff vested. I think that was it. 
and come in 421 and they're like, you've been selected for random drug testing. <laughs> and I was like, what? I was like, joke's on you. I only like to drink wine. Ha! <laughs> Good try. Yeah. I was like, try again. <laughs> um, anyway, but that was already kind of like mentally like on my way out at that point. I was like, I just wanted to get my three years and then kind of yep, like. And then you're bested and yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yep. Um, and yeah, so I like kind of. And I kind of started like accumulating like equipment and started to make stuff, um, just kind of like getting the ball rolling and realizing you're like, I don't know how people honestly, like, you know, you have like your passion projects and some people are like afraid to kind of like completely cut off. Cause it is scary when you're like, I'm going to completely cut off this really consistent and reliable income flow yep. <laughs> and just like, well, just throw caution to the wind and see if this works. <laughs> um, but it's so hard to maintain like there's no, ba- there is no balance. Um, and trying to do both at the same time. Like I was like, fuck it. Yep. <laughs> so I kind of just dropped the boom and quit. And then, That's and then awesome. I took like a three month road trip. Uh, <laughs> and then I got to work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you hit on something that I think some people need to hear is you can't, you can't juggle two things at once. Like you're either all in. You have to commit. Yep. You got to commit. If it's not now, it's going to be three weeks from now, three months from now, three years from now. Just it's the inevitable if you're serious about this. So you might as well just like fish or cut bait. Like, let's go. You got to jump and you know, the net will catch you. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what were the first couple things you were making? Um, <laughs> funny story. <laughs> uh, so like I grew up in like 4-H Um, like my dad was my leather teacher. So my dad is a leather worker. Like he makes tack, um, belts. He he had a leather business growing up. Um, and so I like, but I stopped essentially at four, at fourth grade. And so like, I knew how to do tooling, but I really want, I was like, I'm going to get back into making purses. Like I love kind of like a more full, you know, like purses are just more involved and I like tooling, but I don't know. I just wanted to do this, I guess. And so, um, I was like, I'm going to make purses. Well, I order this machine, this artisan, and I, it's like this 95 pound hunk of like steel comes in. I'm like, yes, I don't know what I'm doing per se. Like I've always kind of had my dad there. He was up in Wyoming, but it's like, you know, if I need some, have questions like how to run something. So it's definitely like, okay, well it's pretty well like set up. I broke it immediately. <laughs> like immediately <laughs> I was like up shit crick, like hardcore. So I was like, well, I'm not, not quitting, but now I have to find somebody who can fix this thing. Like I'd put the wrong, I mean, I'd gone to like a quilting store. I didn't know that like the size of the needle is like on the machine, like all the shit I needed. I just, it was like, foreign instructions. Like, I don't know what this shit means. Right. <laughs> like, I don't know this. <laughs> so I was like, well, I need needles. I was ran like, a, this is an industrial machine. Okay. Not like your m- grandma's singer. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's essentially what I tried to do. And it put like a burr in the needle bar, just completely screwed myself. And so then I was like trying to find somebody to fix it is a nightmare. Um, but it honestly, like necessity is the mother of invention. And that set me up to like, I was forced to do tooling to start tooling again. And it's really funny. Like I have the first buckle that I made, like kind of my first crack, like, all right, let's just see if I still got it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I just, I look at it now and it is, it's kind of like sweet and, and endearing, like origin story, but it's just like, it's, it's bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, but I was it's not like, for sale. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. Um, but I was like, yep, still got it. I mean, it is so bad. And I, anyway, but you know, that kind of like blind confidence, I think, um, I don't think I've been called arrogant before, but I do think that a positive, 
one of the really great things that my dad instilled in me is just confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I have confidence in my abilities and I may not be super good now, but I know, you know, I know what my strong suit is. And I was like, <laughs> and the fact that I thought that buckle was awesome, <laughs> who cares? <laughs> um, but yeah, I just started making belt buckles. Cause I was just like, what do I not have to sew? Like, what can I make that I just put snaps that I can all do by hand? Um, that isn't, doesn't require like machinery until I can figure out how the fuck to fix this thing. Yeah. And so, yeah, I started making belt buckles. Awesome. Yeah. And what was your, um, well, let me ask, when did the name come up? Saddle trip? Was, was that already decided or was this kind of in that process too? Uh, okay. So I, this is actually a funny story. And I think I know how to tell the short version. <laughs> you can tell the long version. <laughs> well, I, short, short and effective. Um, so back in like 2010, when okay. I was, you know, my dad's like, you got, you know, the fun part is kind of like, what are we going to call this? You know? Right. Um, and I fancy myself as being relatively clever. <laughs> You're like, Oh, this is gonna be good. Just wait. Let me get in the group here. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, um, something about me, like I really like salt. My, my whole family were just like salt fiends, like at dinner time. It's like, Everybody has like individual salt. <laughs> I know that's weird. <laughs> and just like a weird fact, but it does tie into this. Um, so, and I was dating a guy at the time um, who was a little bit older than me. And, you know, to his credit, he was like an impart, like he was excited for me. He was an impartial sounding board, which was, is in hindsight uh, is huge <laughs> because um, anyway, I was just kind of like, because I was making purses, um, I, and I love salt and I was like, Oh, like, I don't know what I was seeing, but I was like, Oh, <laughs> salt sacks. <laughs> salt sacks. <laughs> With a, just a C at the end, not a K, not a CK. Salt <laughs> and I told him, I was like, so I was like, Oh, Right on the this money. Is it. This is it. Million dollar idea. Yeah. <laughs> and he like kind of responded back. He's like, um, okay, please don't take this the wrong way. It kind of sounds like you're talking about balls. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, so indignant. I was like, what? Oh, oh no way. <laughs> and I was like, uh, okay. I, I, I see your point. <laughs> and so I think it was honestly like, very shortly after that, I was like driving into Walmart and that was, you know, I have my like little iPod and I always just had it on shuffle and, um, <clears throat> the song came on and it's like, I've heard this, I've heard all those songs a million times. Right. And it was a song by Cor Blonde and it's the only long rider I know. And there is a song, a line in there where he says saddle tramping the world on the wind, like a stranger. And I was like, Saddle Tramp. That it is. There it is. And that's how it happened. Everybody was like, oh, it's named after that Marty Robbins album, right? And I was like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I want it to be, no, but this is is how it happened. So, but I mean, that was just kind of like, that's the one. Yeah. So, and it's worked out well, so. Probably a little better than the salt sack. (laughs) uh, That's good. (laughs) (laughs) He was probably like, I'm going to tell you this, but uh, make sure you're not holding anything. How do I? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> step back a little bit. How do I say this? <laughs> yeah. Where I don't get something thrown at me. Mm. Okay. So you had the name back in 2010. Yeah. You restarted back in 2016. You guys are living in Oklahoma city. Mm-hmm. Does it start booming then in Oklahoma city or, you know, talk about how, how you end up back in, in Wyoming, back, back in your home state. I always wanted to come back here. I have to say like from 
I, well, it's funny because six months before I took that job in Oklahoma, I was down there for like an SPCC, like mapping from some like old legacy sites. Okay. Gotcha. And I think we were in like Durant, Oklahoma. And I was like, God, oh, yeah. you could not pay me to live in this shithole state. <laughs> and next thing I know, I'm like, it's like signing my life away. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, Oklahoma city, here I come. <laughs> um, and it's that spring, like I spent half that spring, like underground, I'd never experienced tornadoes. Like it was fucking wild. And I like my car got flooded. Like the whole first, like two months of my stay in, in Oklahoma city was just cursed. I was like arrested at calf fry. Like, like just, I mean, me and Oklahoma were just having a difficult yeah, time. Like just button heads. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I was like, I should have held out for hazard pay. This is bullshit. <laughs> um, but I, you know, I was just like, that's it. I'm going to make it to the one year mark and I'm, I'm out. Like, yep. forget it. I, dated a guy who sucked, broke up, whatever. And, and then when I broke up, I was like, oh, I don't hate Oklahoma. I just hated him. <laughs> you know, I was like, okay. <laughs> um, but I was still just like, I'm over. I really missed Wyoming. Like you don't, we're so lucky. Like the mountains, even if you're not using them on a consistent basis, you just kind of miss that. And so fucking hot down there. The yep. humidity, I cannot adjust to that. Like, ugh. Just couldn't do it. Anyway, um, so I tried to quit my job. I, I was like 422, my anniversary date, walked in 423, and I handed my resignation to my boss. And he's like, whoa, 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 don't quit. To his credit, he was an, um, I have amazing bosses because I think I can be kind of, I'm not difficult. I'm a really hard worker, but I don't do well with like micromanaging. And I need you to just let me do what I need to do to get this done. Like I'll work the 40 hours, but my hours may be a little unorthodox. Right. (laughs) Um, I may like take a nap under my desk at some point. um, So you started, you started the four day work week. Is that what you're saying? Dude, it was so badass because we had, we had half day Fridays. Um, some companies like they did, they kind of started to integrate the four, um, where like some weeks they'd have five days and the next week they'd have a full Friday off. So, yeah. I mean, so I didn't start that much. <laughs> I was definitely on board about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I started there and it was honestly like, you know, it's hard. I think for anybody to kind of like start a brand, but I wasn't willing to like ask for help <laughs> or, um, you know, I was like, I'm going to do this organically. Like, um, and it's slow. It's a slow start to like accumulate like a following that is there because they they like you. You have a commonality. They like something about you. They're kind of invested mm-hmm. uh, and they'll stick around because um, honestly, it's just hard to get when you first start out because you're just like, it's the people are like, just start following a bunch of people and then you can unfollow them. And that shit drives me nuts. And I was like, I'm not fucking doing that. I'm like, whatever, it'll yep. happen. So it's just kind of like, it's a process and you can't eat. There's no fast you know, there's no way to expedite that really, if you're going to do it right. Um, so it was slow and I kind of like, I wouldn't say like pigeonhole myself, but because I was doing like custom stuff to trying to get my name out there, I was taking orders, which dude, it shaved years off my life. The first like two years of business, I was doing custom and that's it. And like going broke. Cause it's just like the time that goes into that. Also like pricing, I have a hard time, like Excuse me, burping. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, my biggest thing was like uh, making people pay for. I mean, I'm yep. giving you uh, this is a a product. It's a skilled product. I'm not just slapping this shit together. Mm-hmm. But I, it's a weird kind of like. Well, I mean, just give me whatever you think it's worth. Almost, right. it's a weird kind of thing. Right. Yeah. I don't yeah. like dealing with money. Yeah. Um, and I found in these contexts where I was like, well, here's the price. I mean, if you want to pay it. 
So yep. stupid. You're like, just fucking tell them. I've, I've definitely gotten more battle hardened. Like, here's what it is. Buy it or don't buy, yep. you know? Yep. Um, but it, there's just so much time. And also like for me, I, I probably overthink these things because when it comes to a custom project, I'm like, all right, let's start a dialogue. Tell me about your childhood. Yep. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I want to like know what they like. I'll kind of, sometimes I'll even like, I'm like, okay, let's, let's see what their Instagram, like get a personality, even though it's just like, tell me what you want. And cause you're going to get it in my style, but it's still, I don't know. It's just, I put way too much shit, like yeah. time and energy into that stuff. Um, and, and I don't charge for the back and forth, you know what I mean? Which there is time and communication when you're like, and some people are just so fucking needy. You know what I mean? Like if I'm commissioning a custom from somebody, I'm like, great, this is what I want. Just send it when it's done. And sometimes it's over a year, but when it's done, it's great. There are no custom emergencies. Yep. Um, but some people don't think that way <laughs> anyway. So I was just like, this has got to change. Like I can't like, this is not why I went into business. I didn't go into business to be like, I mean, the first year I think like, uh, before taxes, I was like, and this was not a full year. It was like from probably May till, you know, yep. January one, like $13,000. Right. <laughs> and I was like, I'm a fucking starve to death. Like I had savings. <laughs> I was prepared to do this. You know, I was like, okay, we're going to, it's the pro let's, there's going to be some lean times. Yeah. Yep. Um, right, right. but anyway, so basically kind of towards the end of like year two, I was like, all right, I'm going to start making things. Cause I think I have an eye for this stuff. This is what I want to do. So I was like, just started making things and then got my website up and running. That was big to where people could just go and buy and they don't have to like talk to you yep. and it doesn't have to be an interaction and like a PayPal invoice on this shit. Um, and honestly it was kind of like, that's how it started. It just took off. It was really great. Awesome. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was that originally, did you just want to stay with custom work or no? Okay. No. So honestly, and I like doing custom because, um, it kind of scratches that creative itch where I can kind of have a lot of fun with it. Like, I mean, you can do some really incredible stuff with leather. Um, yeah. so no, I like doing occasional custom, Yeah. but I mean, it's just like, I'm not in any rush to like, yeah. You know. Yeah. Take a lot of custom orders. Yeah. But gotcha. I really like kind of creating things like for myself yep. or, you know what I mean? And being like, I think other people are going to like this and then just kind of see how it goes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So when did, um, so get it going kind of year, year three, really, mm -hmm. um, you guys are still in Oklahoma city. Yeah. Um, obviously you, you know, um, I've been to Oklahoma city, so I know exactly like you fly in there and you're just like, you're looking around you're like, this is flat. It's so flat. Um, if you're from around the mountains, you're just like, what in the world? Like, I mean, it's just, yeah. Yeah. And then the heat, but, mm -hmm. um, so what was kind of the final straw of like, okay, we're going back. Well, I mean, horns. we had been trying to come back honestly. And I think, again, I think timing is everything and it may sound a little mm, cliche, but you're like, you know, it, the universe, it, things work out how they're supposed to. And I was trying to force this. I mean, I did. I was at times I was just like, cause I used to say dumb shit. Like it's not where you are, it's who you're with. <laughs> and you're like, that was when I first met Zach. And then I was like, okay, you're great, but this place fucking sucks. We got to go. And I'm so lucky because he's from Houston originally. Like I seriously, I don't even know like what I did in this lifetime to deserve somebody who's just so truly like a good person mm. and down to do whatever the fuck I want to do. <laughs> like doesn't fight me on it. I was like, I want to move to Wyoming. He's like, okay. Like he loves it up here. I would, I would venture to say he did better like transitioning back up here. Like I kind of had a rougher, like fuck, nothing to do here. And there is stuff to do, but you know, you're like, yep. Yeah. That 
culture shock. There's something yeah. to be desired with the food scene a little bit, especially mm. leaving like Oklahoma City. Because I have to say, you can drink and eat your way through that town, like, and be pretty fucking happy. It has an awesome like food and yeah, yep. bar scene. Um, but yeah, I was just like, I I can't be here anymore. Like I, especially after I came back from like big, that big, like 7,000 mile, like road trip. So I was like, are you coming home? I have your dog, you know? And I was like, mm, shut up, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, I mean, when I came back, I was like, I can't do it. I'm, I, I can't be here anymore. And that was only after being there for like three years. So we still had another like three years to go. But I think the fact that I was kind of forced to stay there, like worked out to my advantage because there's such, I mean, I am kind of typecast into the Western industry just by default because it's leather. That's yep. just like inherently Western. Um, but I am kind of like the, the black sheep of the Western world. They accept me well, but they're definitely like, who's this freak show? <laughs> you know? um, but it worked well because like you have Texas right there. It was three hours from like Dallas, Fort Worth, you know, all these like chopper shows. Like I was doing a motorcycle rally. It was so fun. And just like being able to kind of be a presence, it really helped. Yeah. Uh, kind of like further things. Yep. Keep building the get brand you out there. Yeah. yeah. Which is kind of like up here. It's we're, it's just been different. Like 2020 was obviously a dumpster fire and there wasn't a there. I, even if I wanted to go places, it's like, there's nowhere, nothing to do. Um, so it's definitely different up here, but that was like pretty pivotal in kind of anchoring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, but Zach is oil and gas. He is a um, production engineer and I mean, we're, we were honestly, I was lucky to quit Chesapeake. Cause if you're not familiar with like that whole scene, like <laughs> yeah, I yep. wanted to be laid off. Not gonna lie, <laughs> I was like, you know, you're like, is this bad if I just like go and be like, you know, you can lay me off instead of like, I just felt bad that like I was the asshole, like the single, like no strings attached, like don't have a family to take care of, and never got laid off. Where these people who like wanted to be in Oklahoma, yep, <laughs> were like getting shit canned, like fuck, it's yeah, you're like yeah. survivor guilt. Yep, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, and same with him. Like he was really lucky. You know, he was able to be like, all right. Um, you know, we saved up because seriously, like we could not find, he would get interviews, but they're just, it was not a hiring industry. It's still not just mm -hmm. because, you know, oil and gas prices are in, were in the shitter. Um, and so, and also like all the jobs are in all the ugliest places, Yep. you know, and you kind of, you're like, okay, you can make certain concessions, you know, and you kind of like the longer it goes, the more opportunities kind of like come and go. Like you become okay with living in Gillette, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Potentially. <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, oh, Campbell County, Kongshuckers. <laughs> like, oh. Or Natrona, go down to Casper. I yeah. know. <laughs> oh, you're like, and you're kind of like in your head, you're like trying to convince yourself it's not that bad. But once you've been spoiled by like a place like Sheridan, you're like, it's not windy. It's essentially kind of a banana belt when it comes to winter. Like it's mild and like, it's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, we were kind of considering a lot of different places and then uh, we just were like, all right, screw it. Like it is time. We're done being here. Like our, the house sold immediately. And we're just like, all right, we're going to go. We knew there was one job here in Sheridan because we'd met the guy who left the job. He moved to Oklahoma city. And so we're like, Oh, that, Oh my God, this is fate. And like, Zach was like sending his, like he was to his credit. He was very persistent he, to the point where I was like, Zach, you're probably honestly annoying them. Like, just stop. Yep. Like they know they got your resume. They don't want you. I'm the asshole. <laughs> um, but he kept at it and it was surprisingly like, you know, we came here and he was, it was about six months of like fun employment. Um, and God, I mean, he's, 
he is not like a prideful person. And he was like, he tried out for the fire department. Like he was actually like number four, like just outside the, the you cutoff. know, yep. yeah. And, uh, I mean, he was just like, yeah, just kind of open to doing a lot of things that were outside of his like chosen profession. Um, he worked at home Depot for a week and a half. I made him quit because I was like, the, they weren't going to let him come to Vegas. I had, I was doing a pop-up for the NFR and they weren't going to let him come. And I was like, tell them to shove it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you're not going back there. And then, I mean, again, timing is everything. And he, cause he had had an interview with these guys cause through CrossFit, he met people that worked there. I mean, it's, it's honestly, I cannot believe how well this worked out, but anyway, he got the one job finally. We were coming back from Vegas and they called him and it was basically like, when can you start? And I was like, bitch, we're going to Peru. Over I was like, do not fuck me on this. <laughs> I was like, do not. And I was like, fine. Little did I know I should have gone to fucking Peru because I'll probably never travel internationally again. Yeah, right. But you know, at the time I was like, okay, okay. And now I'm just like lording Peru over his head for the rest of his that life. That was you. Yeah, was that like, was you. You. <laughs> you and your job. Yeah. Your precious yeah, precious income. No, so it's been awesome. He loves it. Like his coworker, it's just, it's working out so well for him. Yeah. So, and I so, work alone, so I love my coworkers. <laughs> so was that 20, 2019, 2020 then? Yeah, that was 2019, Okay, 2020. awesome. Yeah. And then, then you guys are probably like, yeah, thank God we moved up here to Sheridan. And then, cause you know, a thing called COVID-19 happened. Dude, and- everything. I mean, I, we have looked at each other multiple times. It's been like, thank God we got out of the city. Yep. Like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like that's maybe a little doomsday perspective, but I don't want to be in that. If shit hits the van, I now want to be in a metropolitan area, period. Mm-hmm. Yep. I want to be around my dad and his girlfriend who's got fucking Box Canyon up in Barnum, Wyoming. <laughs> we can shoot our way out of yep. <laughs> And horses. And- <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was like, they'll never find us. <laughs> well, and then, and just from an oil and gas perspective, I mean, like you said, getting out at the right time and him moving up here and having a job. Like, I mean, that's cause you know, like you were saying, Oklahoma city and there's Texas, you know, they all got laid off in 2022. Mass, so, mass layoffs. Uh, yeah. So well. <clears throat> yeah, that's awesome. So yep. what's, you know, obviously I don't want to hit on COVID a lot, but, uh, yeah, we're all sick of that. Shit. Yeah. We're um, next. <laughs> <laughs> what's, uh, you know, what's, what's next for the saddle tramp brand? What's, you know, um, this will be, you know, honestly, probably the second full year actually being based out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, what's business been like? What's, you know, what's the plan for your brand? And especially like, you know, with rodeo coming, you know, the summer here is going to be crazy. Mm-hmm. Well, summer's really everywhere. Yeah. Be crazy. So what's, what's the plan for you guys? You know, I, this is like such a weird, it's not like an impasse for me, but I think a lot of my, I would say contemporaries, um, and not necessarily in leather, but you know, like silversmithing boutiques, um, other kind of like merchandise stuff. They're like expansion, like higher employees, like bigger, more and more. And I don't want that. Mm. I kind of like it to be, you know, it's not fucking Amazon. Maybe you're going to wait two days for your rings. Maybe you're going to wait four weeks. I'm just like, it's one person. It's me. It's handmade. Um, like I like that. And it's also quality control because I kind of dabbled in the employee arena and you would be surprised at some of the skills that people do not possess. (laughs) (laughs) I remember I was like, so excited. I was like, yes, I found somebody. They're going to work a little bit part-time. He's like, what if they can't cut a straight line brand? And I was like, (laughs) can't cut a straight line. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I mean, just kind of like, it's okay. We can teach her how to cut a straight line. (laughs) You know, it's, and it is just like, you know, 
Um, so I don't know. I really don't know. I never know because I never even saw, I don't like, like I said, I don't like to kind of be like, well, here's the goal. Yep. Here's our three year plan. Yeah. Like yeah. I've had some years, like when, you know, when it hit, when it got, when things took off, it took off and it was wild and it's really stressful. And so I think just kind of finding that balance, um, you know, well, and I kind of forgot. I mean, obviously we've got, we've got some actually really big fucking changes on the horizon. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, this next year could be really interesting. I'm hoping to like be able to work fully up until I just don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that's okay. Yeah. I don't know. Cause I'm just like, okay, thinking about work, but also now it's like, well, we're, ex- we're expanding, I guess the, c- the family yep. company. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a let's go from Tyler there, but uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a little saddle, a little trip, saddle yeah. trip. There we go. Yeah. Um, yeah, this won't be coming out till the end of May, so this we can announce that. But uh, yeah, we have we have it's Cinco de Mayo, so we had Coronas in here because we were gonna celebrate. And Brianne's like, no. Yeah, I was like, know, I would love, love to, to do this. Uh, <laughs> however, yeah. <laughs> yeah, under normal circumstances, yeah. I would be into all this stuff. You, you know, that leads me to a good question because you, back into Wyoming, mm-hmm. you're from here. Um, and, and when we intro to you, you know, it's definitely, we do want to ask this question in regards to, you know, what makes Wyoming so fun to run a business here? And then especially to run a business you know, as a woman, because I think, you know, Zach and I were obviously guys. Mm-hmm. So, you know, what, what are some of the advantages of that here in Wyoming? Cause I think that's something that, um, one business women don't talk about, I think a lot here because mm-hmm. there's a lot of great businesses and then businesses led by women mm-hmm. in Wyoming. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what it is about Wyoming. Um, And I think I didn't necessarily recognize this until like, until you leave for the first time and you're like so proud of like where you came from. Whereas in high school, you're like, can't wait to get out of this shit. And now you're like, give me back. Um, so it is, it's just like a weird kind of pride. And it's like, what, we only have like 500,000 residents here. So we're also kind of like unicorns. We're pretty, we're a rare breed, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, obviously the taxes are nice. (laughs) that's a beneficial, like for small business. Um, I don't know. I just, because I think it's, I don't know. It could be something as like, I don't want this to sound like, you know, petty or trite, but it's like, it's easy to stand out from the crowd, Mm -hmm. I guess. Whereas in a lot of other places, it's so hard to like, and not that that's is the most important, but it is important when you are like a unique thing that draws attention. It's a lot of white noise. Like if I were to try to do this in Austin where I thought I was going to be doing it, like, um, I would be just another face in the crowd. Um, I don't know. That's not, that's not a good answer. I should have been fucking prepared for this one. Well, And like, I think one thing that we've heard from some other business people, you know, business owners is, Mm -hmm. is that you're right on in regards to, you know, you can, um, kind of be that voice. But I think also here in Wyoming, you know, there's a lot of, and maybe we can narrow it down to Sheridan. Mm -hmm. There are some communities that would definitely just like full on kick you out. Like that's not, you know, we don't welcome that here, but we're Mm -hmm. here in Sheridan. It's like, heck yeah. Yeah. It's definitely like, I would say Sheridan is a more open progressive community, which I mean, all communities have kind of like, there are a little more like, um, 
nationalistic where you're like, you're not from around here. Yep. <laughs> you're like, nope. <laughs> but, you know, Sheridan, I do. I love that there is kind of a healthy mix. Like that's the best part about being here is that it has, there's, it's also much, much better for the work-life balance. Mm. Like you can get outside, like go, you know, like we live right near like Soldier Ridge. Was that that, that little trail? Yep. I yeah. mean, there's all kinds of that stuff around here. Um, no, I did not just lose my train of thought. I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, it's just like the, the perks of being here, um, small business kind of standing out from there. Like, oh, shit, yeah. I totally lost my train of thought. Damn it. <laughs> work-life balance, work-life balance. Yeah. Um, and it's, yeah, it's just, it's good. People are accepting. And it's honestly, I really like the Sheridan community in particular because you get like summers are super fun because you get kind of like this influx of the polo community and you get all those yep. like South Americans that are super fun to talk to, you know, they're just, I just love it. Um, it kind of mixes things up. Um, and honestly, for whatever reason, Sheridan is kind of like, um, kind of a magnet for like some really interesting people. I mean, I don't want to be like really loaded people, but yeah. you know, they, it does kind of bring in mm -hmm. some really interesting characters yeah. and people, cause they can just live a quiet existence, you know, without yep. being heckled. Um, yeah. Yeah. And Wyoming really, I think as a state does, I mean, but you know, yeah. we're here. So, I mean, and Zach and I are both, you know, we're all from this area. So mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we're going right. to talk about it, but well, it's yeah. like you could choose to live in Jackson. As That's a what I was going to get at. Yes. Yeah. Or you could choose to live in Sheridan. Yeah. Well, yeah. people are kind of looking for like, cause Bozeman has been completely ruined. I have strong opinions about places that everybody think thinks are great and they <laughs> suck now. I mean, Bozeman's <laughs> great to like visit and stuff, but it's so like, I mean, it's LA. Um, and that's what's happened to Jackson Hole. Like, honestly, whatever Governor Newsom doing is doing, that's what Teton County is doing. Yep. <laughs> you know, you're like, just take it. All right. <laughs> um, but you know, and like Boulder, like all these people are looking for like the next best, like diamond in the rough, like outdoor community. And I think our ski hill is just far enough away <laughs> to where people are like, oh, I just wish it wasn't like an hour and some change drive. Like maybe mm -hmm. let's find somewhere that's a little more accessible. And you're like, yes, good. Keep moving. Yeah. <laughs> On to the next one. Yeah, yeah. So it's not being, you know, we are getting a healthy influx of people from outside, but it's yeah. also, it's just, yep. it's manageable. I feel yeah. like. Right. Yeah. It's no, enough to maybe get a few more ethnic restaurants, some good food diversity sugar. in here. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like that Thai food restaurant. I was like, yes, yeah. finally. <laughs> we are, we are both foodies. So yeah. And I would agree to that, but yeah, we need to, any more of those uh, restaurants we can get for sure. Yeah. Um, like ramen. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just had another, I, I do kind of want to get into like, um, the conspiracy stuff we were talking about before. Um, I do have most of it recorded. Okay. So, <laughs> well, um, one thing we didn't talk about, and actually I do want to ask you this actually, and I know this, this is a very loaded question. Yes. Um, oh, my favorite. But so Great, let her rip. <laughs> what's, cause I know you've got a strong stance on the vaccines, but now you're pregnant. Yeah. Um, and I think which one's the. The is robot one? Just the, is it the Moderna one that they're saying if you're pregnant, don't get, or, I mean, they're probably, I, I don't mean, know. I, think I mean, it's my, I would say very simplistic understanding is that the Moderna and the Pfizer are this MRNA. They're similar. Um, and initially I was kind of like, okay, if I, I don't even like talking like this, like forced, you know what I mean? But it's also kind of one of those things where it's like, how long can I hold out on like, travel. Cause I do think, I don't think the government's going to mandate it. It's going to be your big corporations. Yep. The airlines. Yep. yep. They're going to mm -hmm. be the, 
the ones to enforce this shit. And and people are going to be like, well, I don't know. I, you know, it's their own business. And you're like, whatever. Um, so it's more of like, how long can I abstain from this? Like, am I really going to be like this person? Because I honestly said this to my brother this time last year. I was like, Kaylin, I think, and I didn't know. I just had a weird feeling. I was like, I think travel as we know it is done. I don't know that I'll ever travel again. Yep. And I weirdly kind of like, you know, held like a whatever, a funeral for my <laughs> for international my, travels. Yeah. yeah kind of. I'm like, well, I'm glad I did a hell of a lot of it, you know, at a time when I could, um, because I'm like, well, we're just, we're driving. If I'm going somewhere, I'm fucking driving. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, but I don't know how long I just don't know. Um, anyway, but yeah, I think, so initially I was like, oh, the J and J cause I'm like, it's just like regular vaccine. But I, also don't even think that I think there's just some things going on with these that have not been done before, not been implemented. There have not it, for me to feel comfortable taking this. I want to give it some more time. Yep. And so, yeah, for dude, I see, <laughs> cause I follow a couple, like I might follow a couple Instagram accounts that kind of make fun of some of these people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but every, just, just a few, <laughs> just a few, just a few, whatever. Um, I, I just, I don't understand. I mean, there's just too many accounts of women getting vaccinated and miscarrying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like too many to be comfortable. Um, and now kind of the, also a concern, which again, this is just me and things that I pay attention to. This is nobody else's opinion, but mine. (laughs) Yes. Um, But there are some rumblings, too many rumblings for me to feel comfortable of whatever is happening that these people, and I don't know, you know, it's specifically like which vaccine is more prone to this, but there is something going on that unvaccinated people are being affected from just being in proximity, like not even skin to skin contact, but just like, some kind of like air transmission, like pheromones, like they're, I don't know how else to describe this, but they're secreting something and it's fucking with women's menses. Um, and it's all kind of like personal testimonies from women, but it's thousands of women talking about this. Mm -hmm. And when you're in that, those numbers and it's, these women have nothing to gain. They're not trying to like take down the, you know, fuck the man. It's not like that. They're just sounding the alarm canary in the coal mine. Like something's weird here. Yep. So yeah, but I see women like getting the vaccine when they're pregnant. And I was like, why would you subject yourself? Like you can't just wait, like subject yourself to being like a lab rat essentially. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't even mean that as mean. It's just what it is. This is an experience. You are the trial study. That's yep. all there is. This is uh, emergency use author- authorization. That does not mean it has been approved. Yep. Yeah. I, I'm fully vaccinated and I have, I had the paperwork and we recorded one and I was reading it to Zach. Cause I'm like, wait a second. Yeah. Like I thought this was, you know, they're like, Nope, this is emergency use. This is not approved. And I'm like, so why are we getting, I'm like, I'm confused. So why are we getting this yeah. vaccine then? So, but, yeah. uh, um, some people just feel safer with it. And I think yeah. that's fine. And that's fair. Yeah. Um, I just don't want somebody telling me I have to do that. And I'm not, even, I've had all kinds of fucking vaccinations. Yep. I'm not, I just, I was like, what's up with this one? <laughs> yeah. Why are you telling me this one's so fucking important? I had it or the, you know, and I, I, Zach thinks we had it. And I'm like, well, I refuse to get tested because yes. I'm not padding anyone's numbers here. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but I was like, if I had it, fine. I got over it. You know what I mean? And whatever. Right? I second that. My, uh, my wife had it. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Some people had it really bad. I and, know a few people that got very yep. sick, um, but they still, they recovered. Yeah. Anyway, how we, was your, your wife? She up? was fine. She, mm-hmm. it was a two day cold, but the thing is, was we have her little brother and he uh-huh. got sick early in 2020. Uh-huh. And I mean, like 
really sick. Four days. And, you know, they weren't testing or anything yet. And yep. we we're kind of like, I wonder if he had it then. And yep. then, you know, like, so oh, we people get. People are thinking they're like, yeah. I know people that are like, I swear to God, I had this in like October of 2019. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Um, well, in regards to travel, you know, that's, um, that's the same. That's one of our, we're going to go to Greece this summer. Cause we were oh, supposed yeah. to go for our honeymoon last year. Yeah. And I was it, supposed to go to Italy. <laughs> yep. And so that's, I'm with you. It's kind of like how long, you know, yep. we're kind of like, nope, we're, you know, my wife was kind of like, no, you're good. You know, and I'm healthy yeah. and I'm like, I have no concerns, but absolutely, she's kind of like, you're getting it so we can go to Greece. I'm Absolutely. like, okay, fair. <laughs> and I, and I, you know, even I'm like my own son, I'm like, is this a dumb hill to die on? I don't, I'm just kind of like going with my, what I yep. feel is right. Yep. You know what I mean? I'm just. I'm Time's in your favor time. though, for sure. To yep. let it play out. Yep. Um, I do want to, last thing I want to get to, cause I know we've probably hit an hour here, Zach is yeah. uh, <laughs> one conspiracy we have not talked about Uh oh, is aliens. That's UFOs. not a fucking conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> what was the? <that? laughs> I was like, I literally was like, okay. Uh, Stop. <laughs> yeah, they exist. Somebody, like, yeah, a hundred percent. Um, uh, I like on my Instagram. Cause I do sometimes, I don't like to do a lot of like, ask me anything. It's like, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get a lot. <laughs> Cause that's like free reign for somebody to be a dick. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I did, I was kind of like, oh, I was like, what's your wildest conspiracy that you kind of maybe think that you're like, that's crazy, but, but, and people were saying shit like aliens are real. And I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? Are you still seriously like, well, you, what do you think? No, I think they exist. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Yeah. But it's. My big thing is, I was like, we will never know if we've made contact or not. Like that's, we have, you know, we, it's, to, and to what extent, like, yeah, exactly. I, yeah. Like, and how far are they here right now among us? Cause there are some wild stories out there. Yep. And I, like, like, I wish I would have, I mean, it's over the years, like different podcasts. I want to say it was last podcast on the left name dropping. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where, and it was like one of their creepy pasta episodes. Okay. Right, right, right. And they get people calling and you're like, you know, there's no way to verify this, this person's credentials and their background, but on, you know, just kind of like, I don't know why, maybe they are calling in just to fuck with everybody, but you get ex-military people calling in about what they've experienced and seen. And it's pretty, it's pretty wild shit. Like, as in like, they're here and they're operating. There's also like all these, you know, underground bases, like where they're, this is like military operation where, what the hell was it called? It was some... So like operation, like morning star where they were doing like astral projection. They would have like people with like capabilities, psychic yep. capabilities, astral projection. I think that's what it is where they can see things and like, it's gone down to the point, like that's a conspiracy to go where the, that was, I think like on one of those crazy, like travel channel things right. where it's like, Oh, this guy, like back in the seventies, he was like some ex police officer from LA. I really wish I knew his name and like more to do this justice, but he was brought on by the government for an astral projection. Like what can he see? Like telepathically, what can he see? Right. And he was like really good, really accurate. Like he could see like Soviet base shit where oh, the gotcha. U S had like blueprint diagrams of this stuff. And he starts like giving like, like they would give him, I think like a latitude longitude coordinate 
And he was like drilling down into like these, he didn't know necessarily what these things were, but he was describing shapes that he saw wild shit like that. And anyway, he described a base up in Alaska outside of like Fairbanks up in like some mountain range and butt fuck nowhere. Right. Um, And it is like underground base and where it's like, I think they call them the grays where Mm. it's like alien humans working together. There's hybrids. I think shit like that. You just never know. <laughs> yeah. They're going to keep it a secret. Oh, it's absolutely. Like, it's absolutely. Like stranger things. You know, it's like, yeah, they're, they're going to, they're going to, uh, I do think though, like a lot of the movies, you know, it's predictive programming, especially now. Like, you know, you look, you're like, wait a minute, that movie with Michael Douglas, they talked about a virus, you know, here it yep. is, back yep. in 1997. <laughs> you're like, what the, what did they know? And like the Simpsons, that's a little weird. Yeah. It's yeah. just too True. frequent. And yeah. you're like, you know, it's kind of like out in front of your face, like men in black. I honestly think that that, that is a possibility. Yep. I know I sound like total crazy town, but <laughs> whatever. And there's just too many other accounts of like Antarctica. People were like, I saw a fucking spaceship going under the ocean, like the base under Antarctica. I don't know. Yeah. No. Uh, what was I? Um, and then you have like the British Royal family, which are reptilians. So. Yeah. Oh, Elon Musk. You know, people always joke like, oh, he's an alien because he's trying he to get back to like Mars. One. Yeah. And you're like, well, he's come up with some like super logical ideas of problems that are like, whoa, mm-hmm. man, he's, you know, so it's like, maybe yeah. he's an alien. <laughs> I don't know. You, I, I don't, you don't know. You yeah. don't know. Yep. So shapeshifters, man. Or we're in the matrix. <laughs> Honestly, the things I fucking question, like, you know, the, somebody asked me, they're like, what do you know about the mandala effect? And I was like, I mean, I find it all just fascinating. Yep. Like Walmart, I'll never set foot in another Walmart again. I've listened, listened to like, uh, theories of the third kind. They just go into like the FEMA camps and the Walmart shit. And I'm like, uh, yeah, not, <laughs> nope. Done. <laughs> yeah, okay. uh, yeah. So. Um, do you have any other questions, Zach? Like uh, maybe Wyoming questions? I, I she did a good job. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We covered a lot. Um, cool. Sorry, I kind of like bungled. I'm like, why do you love working in Wyoming? I'm like, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Uh, mountains. <laughs> that's okay. No, that's, uh, no, that's the whole, this whole, uh, that's what I was going to tell you. You, mm-hmm. you were mentioning on your Instagram story, like what our, what our theme is mm-hmm. in one thing you hit on was open conversations. Like that's, mm-hmm. that's what we're all about is yeah. like, I want, I want, um, and in regards to like, that's your opinion. Like that's yeah. what we want. Like yeah. we're not here to, um, you know, get into a heated argument about like, nope, you're I wrong. I mean, we can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're, we're definitely open to that, but yeah. we, we want people to feel like, no, we want, we want to hear everyone's side. So anyways, that yeah. was, that was something I forgot to mention, but, um, for people that don't follow you already, mm-hmm. where can they find your stuff? Where can they go to your website and buy anything that you have, mm-hmm. um, and kind of stay on, on, you know, track with your stuff. Yeah. Cause you always go, go with the flow. Yeah. Um, well I'm honestly only really on Instagram, uh, saddle tramp brand. And then my website is www.saddletrampbrand.com. That's all, all the shit's there. Um, but that's really it. I don't have much of a, that's kind of like my, I just, I try to keep it narrowed to that just cause there's only so many hours in the day that I want to blow on social media, Yeah, you know, but I do spend the, yeah, that's, that's where it is. Awesome. So yeah. Well, thank you for coming by and um, yeah, I'm awesome. super, super pumped. We can do kind of the baby announcement in a couple yeah. of weeks. So that's yeah, sorry, awesome. I was like, that wasn't as smooth as I want, but I was like, wait, what are you talking about? And I was like, Oh, Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. What is the next year going to look like? Uh, 
forgot. <laughs> little baby, little baby saddle tramp. So, but uh, yeah, no, Brian, thanks for coming by. Saddle yeah. tramp, thanks for coming by. And awesome. um, we'll, me. we'll let you know when this comes out. And uh, for so, any- yeah, so I can get out ahead of this one. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure my family knows before yeah. you're on a podcast. <laughs> but uh, thanks for sticking with us, and we'll catch everyone next time. Toodaloo. Thank you.